0: All right, we are joined this morning post-Super Bowl by Adam Schefter of ESPN uh, and from his podcast. This is podcast to podcast talking. Uh, Adam uh, from the Know Them from Adam podcast. Welcome and thank you for joining us this morning, Adam. How are you? Good
3: morning, gentlemen. How are you
0: guys doing? We're very good and uh, we'd like to make a lot of small talk with you. But most importantly, where's Tony Romo going to be playing next year? <laughs> hey everybody wants to know that right now. I us jump- get right to the business now that Super Bowl 51 is wrapped up, right? Oh, we wanted to jump to this way before Super Bowl 51 was wrapped up. So we probably get to Indianapolis from the scouting combine in a few weeks. That's the first time that you'll start to really hear some connections and links for him
3: about where he might go, because that's usually where a lot of the conversations take place. Now, listen, the same team that we talked about, Houston, Denver, Kansas City. place now.
2: Think the best fit would be for him of those teams. Well, the, 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 the best fit would be a
3: winning organization that that's protected with an offensive line and has a chance to be competitive. Right? I mean, that's just not hard to figure out. Okay,
2: but which, which of the teams you mentioned do you think would be the best
3: fit?
1: I don't, I don't think fit. It is the, is the, the the problem there, though, Brock Oswaters' contract? What's that? Is the problem in, in Houston Brock Oswaters' contract?
3: Well, I, well, the problem is that Devon is sitting there, and there's not a lot of cases in that. He's guaranteed, I think, $16 million for season. So you have to find a way to get around that, however, you do that. And, and you know, the problem is not like to turn for any quarterback ever, for sure. That's why for Bob their point that they like to maybe draft a quarterback. I don't think that diminishes their interest in Tony Romo. Maybe there's a way to set up the contract where if he uh, gets somewhere he would like to get done what they would like to get done and get paid, uh, that's, that's up for people a lot smarter than myself to figure out. But if they can figure out a contract that works for both guys,
1: uh, that would surely be helpful in why the fact that they do a bunch of contracts Do you think that... Uh... Did you get any sense that Tony has a relationship at, at all with John Elway? Well, then they spent some time together at the inauguration. We saw that.
3: Right. You know, I don't think the Broncos were were really interested. Like, people were talking to me about them before the trade deadline. Uh, I never got a the sense there was anything to that. Um, I, I never got a sense that, thinking about, boy, they're going to make this full-court press for Tony like, To me, Denver's in the category of, Cowboys released Tony Romo, Denver might look at that possibility. Like, I think that's where the Bronx are at. I don't think they're waiting go by the door the way they were for Pink Manning to come through it. Um, I, I don't think it's at a level that they're going to be all going, home, like, let's go get this.
1: A shift now to a guy who, who has been a Denver Bronco and has been a Denver uh, a Dallas Cowboy, and that's DeMarcus Ware, who's had surgery in December on his back and is feeling better now. And at least he says he's feeling much better now, feeling better than he has in 18 months. Uh, do you get the sense that, uh, if you had to guess, is he going to go back? Is Denver going to re-sign him, or is it possible that he could rejoin the Cowboys? My uh, guess is he's going to move on we a lot of young pass rushers. got a lot of cap So I know Dallas
3: does, too. But just I'm adding cash, my sense is it that the most real go elsewhere, And I just think, talking to a bunch of people last week, that the Dallas one makes a lot of sense. Now, I don't know whether the Cowboys would be willing to spend the money. And again, that's the kind of thing. Maybe you pay million $3 million with incentives to push it up. Uh, maybe $2.5 I don't know if the number is. I don't know what the numbers. be a great move for both, a great rule for both. Back to some guys you wanted to watch as an example for the young guys in Dallas, most better than anybody.
1: Everybody here was kind of of the opinion well the Cowboys were coming off three eight and eight seasons they're, they're not going anywhere they're treading water he was he'd been making a lot of money and he got a lot of money to play for the Broncos and 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 I and I think what's happened here of course that then no one was expecting him to go 12 and four uh, and they certainly could have used Demarcus Ware uh, uh, against Aaron Rodgers up at Lambeau uh, in the the, the catch non catch game. Um, so it's it, it, uh, an entirely different scenario with the Cowboys now from what it was when he left, or at least what we thought it was going to be when he left. So, yeah, it, it, it does seem – it makes sense to me to do that, and, and for the reasons you cited, not only for his, his ability, but for what he could do for uh, – you know, they, they've got a, a roster full of young guys uh, trying to play defensive end right now. And to so add a guy of, of his stature uh, I think would, would mean a lot to them. Uh, he, could, he could really give them a lot uh, be a mentor to those guys as, as well. It yeah, know, to me, uh,
3: again, that's one that makes a lot of sense from both sides perspective and we'll see whether or not they can
0: make it happen. Adam, the other thing that, uh, that took place during Super Bowl weekend that, uh, certainly involved the Cowboys was the election of Jerry Jones to the Hall of Fame. Uh, you are not on the Hall of Fame committee, is that correct? I,
3: I was for six years, but I am not right now, correct? Okay.
0: Where would you have stood on on Jerry as a Hall of Fame? Uh, I guess he made it in the contributor category. So, I mean, is he a Hall of
3: Fame contributor? Yeah, that, that, that's what he is, right?
0: That's who he, he's elected at. Yes. I mean, in your mind, is he a Hall of Fame contributor? Would you have voted for him?
3: or I'm going to vote for that guy. And I heard the argument and it persuaded me one way or another. So, I mean, it's, it's really simple to say today, yeah, I would vote for
2: So would it, would it be former players who are already in the Hall of Fame? Would that be something you'd like to see? Well, if
3: that's what you want to do, it, that's fine. You know, but I, I just think that there are voices and perspectives that are left out of the voting process that would
2: enhance the voting process. That's all. Uh, I just want to get back to Tony Romo for one second. I think you, you, you mentioned uh, during the Super Bowl that there are some networks that might be uh, interested in him going directly there. Is that is that really feasible? Do you, do you, do you think he would be uh, willing to walk away from the game for... Not right, a, now he's
3: okay. Not. Okay. not right now he's not. But do I think that that's the career that awaits him when he gets done? If he wants, Yeah, He's going to have an
2: opportunity to step into the booth and be, I believe, a high-profile color man during the broadcast. The, you know, he, just like Troy. <clears throat> but Troy Aikman came with three Super Bowls. Phil Simms has super, super Bowls. Chris Collinsworth doesn't have any Super Bowl uh, wins, but he played in Super Bowls. Is, is that not something that the networks uh, look for now, or do you think he's he's got, got the it factor to just walk into a booth? That is not something
3: that matters to me. When twenty one Romo do not play football, he will have the opportunity
2: No, but I don't, I don't think Tony Romo would be happy being on the fourth fourth team, fifth team. You know,
3: he'd he want to. John Ford's the 15th.
2: Okay. Well, but the guys on the, on the lead team have rings. So Gruden, Gruden has rings. Uh, Aikman does. Sims does. Collinsworth doesn't. Um, uh, that's just my thought. Hey, I have a quick question for you that has nothing to yeah. do, do with this. How many cell phones do you have working two. at? Two. And And yeah, um, two and how many contacts on those cell phones? Thousands? <laughs> I, you know,
3: um, well, it, it's, it's kind of clouded because back in the day when I was single, I didn't get married until I was 40. So there's probably a lot of
1: oh. uh, numbers
3: in there that aren't contacts in the sense that you would think of as source of information. Cell okay. um, <laughs> um, oh. and my cell phone, you go to the bottom of it, like someone says you go to the bottom, it shows like the exact number. Right. I'm not very the Dad, here, now, I'm trying to get to the bottom of that right now. Uh, I'm
2: sorry to hear that because you're talking to three Einsteins. Two thousand two hundred
3: forty-one contacts right now. What? Eighty-two forty-one. But I, I told you, like
2: I said, I I did a few women back in the day, so probably a lot of that stuff. So did it, so did Evan? Evan didn't get married till he was like fifty. Forty-eight. Forty-eight. So it's a good thing.
0: All right. Well, Adam, we appreciate you taking time to talk. Uh, Tony Romo and DeMarcus Ware, Jerry Jones, with us, and. Um, uh,
3: I wish I could have more concrete answers for you guys. I'm sorry, I didn't. You know, yeah. It's one of the things that makes your offseason as fun as it is. Oh, no, no, no. This well, has been
2: great. Let me ask you uh, how many hours a day will you spend on this? On uh, I, I, an NFL talk now? On uh, an NFL talk now? Meaning what? Well, and how many calls? You know, are you, are you, the season's over? Or is the season really over?
0: There's no offseason, Barry. I mean, that's, that's, that's my
3: job. It's just to, you know, speak to people, track things.
0: All right, Adam, I'm going to try this again because Barry doesn't seem to ever get the idea when we say we're going to let somebody go. He always seems to like to have another question. It's kind of like my.
3: That's okay.
0: It's kind of like my mother. You know, I tell her I'm going to leave. and. I, you know what? I, I, again, it's a
3: quieter time, so if you get a few more questions, I'm happy to answer them.
0: I, I, I've got some questions about how I deal with my mother, but that's another story. um well, I, I, I appreciate that. We uh, we appreciate your time and we will let you run and hopefully we will have you back again sometime during the Cowboy season in Thank you. 2017. And I
3: appreciate it and enjoy the Tony Romo conversation that's ahead.
0: Yep. Thank you. That'll be That's our lifeblood. Thanks Adam. Thanks a lot. Take
3: care guys.
0: Be well. And there goes Adam Shepherd of ESPN. Very gracious <laughs> of him to join us this morning um, and talk Tony Romo and I don't think there is a lot that you can clear up on Tony at this point in time. I do think
1: I, I want to clear up one thing. He's playing somewhere next year. There is no. Yeah, you know, he doubt said that. that he, might, he, well, he, he said he might come back here. He's not coming back to the Cowboys. No, he, but he said he did, he didn't think he, he was didn't there. think it. But he is not. He is not coming back to the Dallas Cowboys. You think you, I think he, to, could, he could go to the Texans because that would that the reason why the Texans make any sense for him is that it's close to home. You know, it's close to home, and has got new family. They were and, a playoff team last year. They've, oh yeah, they're, they're listen. I'm telling you what. They got a great defense. They got a great defense. They're they're where the Broncos were two years ago. The question, though, remains if you're
0: Tony, do you go and take.
1: What's what's your priority?
0: What's your priority? Do you go somewhere that may not have been a winning team, but they've got a good young offensive line? Do you go somewhere that's got a playoff team, but they're. He wants to win over. Oh, yeah. Or he wants to be in the team. But how do you choose which is the best priority for you? Because if you go somewhere that's a playoff team, but they don't have a great offensive line, the chances of you getting hurt go up significantly sure if you go to a team that's not that's got some holes, but you can maybe make a difference and stay healthy offensively. It's maybe a, that up It's a legitimate
1: question, but, but what Adam says is correct. that there there you got you basically got the, the, the team's looking for a quarterback. The Jets are looking for a quarterback. Does he want to play for the Jets? No. I mean that's a bad situation. Right. right. No. So uh, so you know and, and like Steve Young said yesterday. Nobody has a quarterback. There's there's ten good quarterbacks in the league, and and that's and everybody else is, is hunting. But the the problem for a lot of those so, teams. So he wants to get to a playoff team that doesn't have a quarterback. Or well, yeah, absolutely, dead. absolutely. So, so that that limits it. Yes, it does. So, so the, to, but to me, the ones that do make sense, I I don't understand the Kansas City one though. I mean, Alex Smith is is pretty good. I don't think that he's not great, uh, but he's pretty good, and I don't think he's the really the problem.
0: I think Sheeps. Alex Smith is decent.
1: I, I think that
0: yeah. they can, they could certainly the upgrade kind of, their quarterback. club. They
1: could, but but here's the thing about it: teams have won Super Bowls with quarterbacks not as good as Alex Smith. So I, I think you know the issue for me. is – Well, that, I mean,
0: if you want to go, if you want to go that route, you know, teams have won Super Bowls with Trent Dilfer, and I'd still say that Brock Osweiler is better than Trent Dilfer. Oh, he is not. He is
1: not. I, I think Brock Osweiler is one of the worst quarterbacks I've seen in the league in a long time. It's so, so you're saying John Elway knew what he was doing when he? No, he did not know what he was doing. He he, went, went, he tried to sign him, but. He, 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 he got, got outbid by it, the But He let him go. He let well. He let him go, but for sixteen right, even, million a year.
0: I want, even though outrageous. this is not going to happen. I want to yeah. bring in Barry on his on Barry's real area of expertise here, which is TV. Yeah. And I, I, I listen. I'm to I, I
2: have a lot of areas of expertise. Barry, you <laughs> don't, unfortunately, but, I one are of the areas of expertise. Hey, I don't have explain. a lot of women's names. <laughs> on no. no, no. no. Here's Barry. Just you know. <laughs> oh, I'll, I'll let
0: you drive the bus.
2: Exactly. You, okay. Let best me job. Uh, let me
1: talk. Speaking of Trent Dilper, The our Trent
0: Dilfer, it was pretty palpable the dislike for me on the air between Phil Sims and Jim Nance in the last couple of weeks of the season. Okay. Really? You think? That's I thought so. it was awkward. I thought it was uncomfortable. Really? Uh, I I had some people remark to me that they thought that, that that was it's possible that that group breaks up if Tony wanted to go that route. Okay. I, I say no, because, I, I, and
2: i disagree with Adam. I think, yes, there's a place for Tony Romo in in a broadcast booth or in a studio, but he, but I don't think he has what CBS in particular is looking for. They would rather have a Peyton Manning, a Brett Favre, somebody who has Super Bowl Fred.
0: Oh, everybody would rather have Peyton Manning or Brett Favre, but that's not to say that those okay. guys are coming I,
2: I, Okay, I don't think I'll, – I'll say this. I'll, I'll say this. The, n- the number two analyst at Fox was Kevin. Former ballsy, Daryl Johnson. No, former ballsy guest John Lynch. He yeah, was the number yeah, two analyst. Yeah. He's now the general manager of the San Francisco Forty Nine. There's an opening there. Okay. I could I could see that happening. I don't see a network putting a guy in the booth to work the Super Bowl because that's ultimately a. Who hasn't been to the? And I'll, I'll, I'll especially say especially CBS, and
1: I, and I don't know anything about TV. But here's, here's what I'll say about I, I that. I disagree with you on that. On that thing about Tony Romo is that well, I okay. think that Tony is one of the most divisive, or polarizing, I should say, polarizing players in the NFL. Right. When we say I, that,
0: I, I think only polarizing among cowboy fans.
1: No, uh, no yes, no, I, no. no, There is a national reputation for him. People say that because of the Cowboys. He always have a national reputation. I don't, he was the quarterback But of I America's don't think I, he's well, there's nothing the
0: to be polarized
1: but it's but a but personality. But Evan, Evan, Evan. It's not it's a personality. It's a, it's a polarizing from the fact that people think that either he, he stinks or he was no. really good and he got screwed. There's
2: also the fact that he was a cowboy. Well, was at, and as Jerry Jones told me. Oh, my gosh. He says. Is has this something you wrote? He, uh, no. But Jerry Jones told me. Oh, so me, you got good he stuff and didn't write it. No. <laughs> as Jerry Jones told me, I believe it was on the podcast. The, no. Okay, he knows that the Cowboys have, you know, a huge following on television. He knows that half those people who follow the Cowboys don't like the Cowboys. Okay, so so they don't like the Cowboy players as well. I just don't think Tony Romo will walk away from the Cowboys into a number one well,
1: spot. Here's on another thing team. I wanted to bring up, if you guys would let me talk. My gosh. Is... That I hear this from, from fans all the time, and it always amazes me. Because how many of us play pro football? Not me. Me? Yeah. And 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 a pro football player or a guy who's been a coach will come on and give his opinion about something, and say, "Oh, he never won anything." Right. Well, what did we win? So why are they listening to us? Yeah. Uh, here's and I don't So I think with Tony Romo, they would always say if he said something fairly critical about somebody on the air. They would say,
0: What did he ever win? But What's Collinsworth did not win a rank,
1: correct? But, but he he did go to two Super Bowls. He did go to two Super Bowls. Well, that's pretty good. Um I, I, I and, and look at look what happened to Troy Aikman in that whole discussion in Green Bay. I think everybody else, thinks that, that he's against Green Bay. You know, fans
0: are crazy. Fans are crazy. But uh, even though we all know that Jack Buck was or Joe Buck was defi- definitively against, against the Falcons the, in the Super Bowl. And he was so against the, the Rangers was, in the World Series. Correct. Yeah. The um the thing for me here is, yes, if Peyton Manning or Brett Favre decide they want to go into a booth, they go into a number one job. Absolutely. Okay? Um, Peyton, for sure, because he's he's got experience as a spokesman, and he's he, he talks the talk. I, I think Brett Favre would be kind of Don meredith this you know, just kind of shooting from the hip. I, but I, I think Tony's well-spoken. I think that he does have credibility, and I think that, that the really what... The history of Dallas Cowboy quarterbacks going into the booth, Meredith and Aikman, I think gives uh, him credibility. You're yeah, losing somebody out. Roger Staubach tried to go into the booth, too, and he was, uncomfortable. He was un- But he was uncomfortable.
2: I mean, I th- sick. He, he didn't last long. Of course, he had billions I, I of dollars remember to make. That.
1: How, how long did he do Yeah, it? I don't remember him
0: doing
2: it. Evan, recall what you said. You said something I know something about. Right.
0: I just don't recall him doing it. He, he worked at CBS. I believe you, but... I just don't He re- wasn't a number one guy at CBS right. and didn't,
1: didn't grow. I think, I think Roger's too nice a guy. Could be. As, uh, an, ana- as, as an analyst. Right. He, he would, he's very uncomfortable saying anything
0: critical. And, it, you know, it would also. I mean, well, well,
2: Troy,
1: Troy doesn't, was, doesn't say a lot of critical no, stuff. No, not a lot. But he, he explains why things do. You know, it was, it, 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 watching the Super Bowl the other day? I think Troy's but,
0: very analytical. The move,
1: Correct. The Correct. move made, and, and help me with the, the name the Mesquite Horn kid and the wide receiver. Tyler Gabri- Taylor Gabriel. Taylor Gabriel, yeah. yeah. Who, who makes the move going downfield and, and breaks the kid's ankles. I mean, the guy falls down. Right. When's the last time you saw that happen in the NFL where a guy just absolutely Correct. fell down? And there's a moment to take that and dwell on that and then show that and have a little fun with it. And I'm not saying make fun of the guy. I mean, the, you know, the defensive back.
2: But you are doing you. you but but you Troy,
1: Troy just skated right past it. Right. I mean it was like they didn't make any big deal about it at all and, I, and then the next day you see all these you know youtube uh, of, right. of this guy falling but i down. i do think it's, i do
0: think in that situation in the Super Bowl it's kind of incumbent upon the, the analyst to, to talk about the move that the receiver made or to say you know this is he bit too early on this on, on, the, on the cornerback or or whatever i don't think you'd linger on that a whole long time really i really don't linger
1: on it but you I think if, if if Don Meredith had watched that, he'd have laughed. You know, that's funny.
0: You know, Don, uh, Don and, and, Meredith broadcast in a different in a different generation, too. How many,
2: I you, don't you, think Don but Meredith... By the way, he was also a CBS guy before, I think. He did he, was he ever do a Super Bowl? I don't think so. Yeah. I... I
0: uh, that, was the the other day, that was in the
2: day of the uh, CBS NBC right. back and forth. I don't
0: think Monday Night Football had it. I, 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 don't, think so. I don't think so. All right, we got to wrap this up here. I'm glad that you guys haven't uh, asked me anything about my um, Falcons. How the
1: Falcons do the Super Bowl, Evan? Hey, Evan. By the way, you said that on one drive there was a questionable call. There was more than one drive questionable calls. That that team I, that team almost quit in the second half. Listen, they didn't almost quit. They did. No, they did. Okay,
0: the. The defense they certainly terrible. had an opportunity. Certainly made some questionable decisions after Julio Jones's catch that put them in field goal range. There was no reason for them to drop back. Okay? Run, run, run the ball three, run the ball times, three times. Kick, and kick it the field goal. There's no doubt did. that that was that that was. If everybody, bad everybody, bad, everybody bad. in America is saying that right now. Everybody's
2: yeah. saying that now. Just like they said, you know, why did uh, Russell, Russell, Russell Wilson, Wilson throw the ball? Is it an NFL coach? smart enough to know that if everybody else in America is smart enough to.
0: Know well, that. you're looking at the game from a different perspective and you're seeing all the reasons why this might work, but but there is a time to go safe. But how many how, and cautious can, but how
1: many times did with this great running game that the Falcons have with success they had in that game? You know how many times they ran the ball in that game? Uh I think it was 18, 18 times. 18. 18 times they ran the ball.
0: In now that game. now let me say That's yes. not enough
1: for one running back, much less two.
0: Let me let me say this. They ran the ball 18 times, okay? Right. They threw it 21. They ran 39 offensive I know, that, that, and that's, and the it, reason that's they my end, Bible. By the reason is. they ended up losing is the same reason that we saw Clemson come back and beat <laughs> Alabama in the national championship game. Their defense got gassed <laughs> well, because no, of that, the number of players, Their and why, defense why, relies on speed. Their defense is a good defense that relies on speed. And by the fourth quarter, they were gassed. So they, they were
1: he, gassed, but that's, you could say part of that reason is because we're dropping back. Every play, instead of running the ball, they
0: were. But but if you look until that that last drive when they took the ball with fifty two seconds left, okay, and they threw three straight plays. Right. I mean, they're 50 fifty. They're they're completely balanced, and that's against Matt Patricia and the Patriots. I don't think there's anybody who would say being balanced is a bad idea. No, no,
1: I I, I was I I agree with that. And and when we when we say but we need to run on more that, uh, in that
0: situation, there was a
1: couple of times there was, a, was, there, was a, there was a third and one. They didn't run. You know, run the ball on third right. and one, and and that's the thing. You don't just need to. You don't run run more willy nilly. You 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 see the situation. This is what it says. It's third and one. Here's, Why in the world are you not here, running?
2: Here's left? what we can conclude from the Super Bowl. Evan, you're a University of Georgia fan, correct? Yes. You're an Atlanta Falcons fan, correct? Yes. You're the kiss of football death.
0: Yeah. Wow. I um I will just leave it at this that. Uh, I know that there are a lot of Ranger fans that go back to game six and then game seven of the, 90, of the 2011 World Series and talk about how crushing that was and that this franchise has never won anything. For people who grew up in Atlanta and for people who are my age, who, who basically started to exist at the same point in time that pro sports in Atlanta started to exist, the city has won one championship in 51 years. And that was the 1995 World Series, a season that started with a labor strike. In a season that ended with really nobody caring, and I can't explain what it's like to have grown up in that city. And really, we did root for longer because it said Atlanta on it, and it was it was civic pride. And to not but that was a great team. That was a great Braves team, correct? It was a great Braves team, but did they get and it didn't matter. Did they nobody get any really, credit for winning all the National League championships? I, yeah, I think they get credit for that. But I but it's still the idea of. You want that one world championship. You want one legitimate right. world championship. And, and to have
1: it with, tw- with 18 minutes left in the game, and you're up 25 points. I, I,
0: and, and this is a
1: bad loss. But, well, you know, is it? Bad. This is catastrophic. This is not bad.
0: It is. If this was not. You blew
1: the Super Bowl. You blew the Super Bowl. And there is nothing worse <laughs> than that in sports. He blew a 25-point lead with 18 minutes. That is, that is as bad in sports as any loss can be.
0: And I mean, what else do we have? All right, have? well, we've got to get on, get moving here. We've <laughs> got uh, Jeff Bannister, the Rangers manager, coming up to talk baseball. And then we've got uh, um, Rick Bozich, Rick uh, talk show host from Louisville, to talk Yogi Farrell and Wes Matthews and all things related to the Mavericks. So And Indiana. Indiana. I, and, the, and the reason
2: is he's very close to the Indiana basketball program. That's why we're happy.
1: Thanks. We're trying to move
0: this along, Barry. Well, For everybody here, we'll see you soon. Thanks for listening to the Cowboys' Ballsy with
2: a Z podcast.
0: Don't forget to subscribe via iTunes. You'll get new episodes every week. And follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Until next time, sports fans, see you.